Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much if you've been coming back every week so far um, to listen to the episodes that I've been putting out. Um, And if you are new here and this is your first one you're listening to, please take a little look at the last three that we've already put out um, and hopefully you'll find them somewhat useful as well. So today's episode is for you if you feel like you've made some changes in your life in order to pursue a certain health or fitness goal. Maybe you've started going to the gym, started eating better or somehow increased your activity level. Either way, you've done this thing or these things and you still feel unsatisfied, you haven't seen any progress um, or maybe you haven't seen the progress you expected and you're feeling quite frustrated. If this sounds familiar, this podcast is for you. And what I'm going to do today is talk through a few reasons for why this might be happening. Of course, the reasons that you're not seeing results are going to be closely linked to what your goal actually is. Um, So for the purpose of this episode, I will generally cover goals associated with both gaining muscle and strength as well as fat loss or getting leaner, whichever way you want to put it or whichever way you want to phrase it. So let's get straight into it then, because I've got six reasons why you might not be seeing results in the gym. Number one is you haven't been patient enough. It's really important to realise that both building muscle and losing fat are things that don't happen overnight. Whilst they're both things that definitely do not happen overnight, they do operate on different timescales whereby we're probably looking at more like months and years in terms of building muscle and losing fat could be across the same time scale but maybe can also happen um, a little bit quicker as well, obviously depending on the actions that you're taking. So with fat loss, whilst we tend to shun anything kind of short term and just favour things that are sustainable, lifestyle changes on social media with the kind of anti-diet culture movement, you may decide if you do want to lose a certain amount of fat that you may want to briefly diet, briefly put yourself into a calorie deficit um, and then kind of be done with it and then continue eating at your new maintenance rather than drag it out, you know, over a long period of time. And that's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, However, if that is something that you're doing or something that you're trying to do and your goal is purely fat loss at the moment, but you haven't seen any progress for weeks, whether it be, you know, on the scale or however else you're measuring it, I mean, body measurements, you know, taking tape measurements will take a little bit longer to show up. But if you haven't seen any progress for, you know, weeks, I'm talking like three weeks plus um, on the scale, then there's probably something that needs change in there, um, as it is very unlikely that you actually are in a calorie deficit. Um, a lot of people will say, how how do you know whether you're in a calorie deficit or not? And the simple answer is, if you're losing weight, you are. If you're gaining weight, you're probably in a calorie surplus. So that's the, the most simple way to know. Obviously, if you don't weigh yourself, you might not know. Um, but if fat loss is a goal for you, it can be a useful Um, tool to use um, and then that's really easy for you to measure your progress as well so going back to the reason is that you haven't been patient enough so when we are thinking about um, building muscle that we're talking about something that is going to happen over a longer period of time it's something that is going to require consistent training um, consistently eating enough and eating well as well as progressively overloading over time but I'll go into a little bit more of that in a second Visible progress with both of these goals will, however, take a little bit longer to show. Like I say, with fat loss, even, you know, maybe you might be seeing on the scale, you might be thinking, but I don't look any different. Um, Maybe that's because you just haven't been patient enough. And those sort of things will just take a little bit um, longer to kind of be visible, um, you know, whether it be in the mirror or in your clothes or anything like that. Um, And that just might be the case um, of you being a little bit more patient, kind of holding on and still doing exactly what you're doing, not changing anything, um, but just kind of being a little bit more patient about it and knowing that these things take a little bit longer um, to happen sometimes, which is fine. 
but it's just really important to be aware of that so we don't get too disheartened too quickly. Um, I think we definitely have all been guilty of at some point, you know, having like one healthy meal or one really, really good day of eating or even good week of eating and expecting to see a dramatic change. Just how, you know, one really bad day of eating doesn't actually make any noticeable change. Um, it's the same thing with the other way around. So be patient, um, kind of trust the process um, with this sort of stuff, obviously, assuming that you are kind of doing everything in inverted commas. Be patient and um, kind of trust the process and you definitely will get there. Moving on to reason number two, and that is you are not consistent enough. Very similar to the previous point I just made, but also very different. So rather than thinking about making a change, you know, over a certain period of time, we're thinking about consistently showing up to the gym. So, you know, whether that be um, two times a week or five times a week, it doesn't really matter. Um, But you really want to be consistent with that rather than, you know, going every day some weeks and then kind of having a couple of weeks where you do nothing, starting up again. Um, It's going to be much harder to see progress that way, especially in terms of strength, especially in terms of building muscle as well. What we want to do is be really consistent with that. And if you are struggling with consistency um, or you feel yourself kind of being very much on and off of the gym, I would definitely question why that is. And perhaps it is because you don't enjoy what you're doing. You know, if you have um, a sort of um, plan or structure or even a goal that kind of gets you excited to get you into the gym to learn something new or, you know, build strength or whatever it is, um, then that's great. And that's really, really what we want. Um, We don't want to be kind of dreading it because that's going to make it much harder to be consistent. So consider maybe making a few changes, um, even if that means, you know, you spend less time in the gym or you go twice a week rather than three times, whatever it is. Be realistic with yourself um, about what you can commit to and then be consistent with that Um, that's going to be way more beneficial than kind of falling on and off a little bit with it or kind of going at 100 100% effort one week um, and then not really making any effort the next Um, that's not to say that there's no point going some weeks more than others of course there is um, but we're just thinking about similar to the point before you know being patient and being consistent over time because these aren't the sort of things um, that we're going to see progress with in a few in a matter of a few weeks so we want to look back and say okay what does my last three months look like for example um, when you're thinking about what you've done to get to a certain place I made a very similar Instagram post on this um, a while back. I created kind of like a priority pyramid for um, toning up goals. I think I wrote in inverted commas. Um, And at the bottom of that pyramid, and it was in terms of um, priority pyramid for training. So what sort of things to prioritise and what sort of things to place less importance on. um, And at the right at the bottom of that um, was adherence. So thinking about what you can stick to and what you can actually be consistent with is going to be form the basis of that plan, no matter what it is, before you start thinking about reps, before you start thinking about rest, anything like that, or movements, um, thinking about what you can be consistent with is going to be the most important thing. So definitely consider that if you're someone that you know you kind of go through phases with it. Maybe ask yourself why, maybe ask what changes you can make, maybe ask what you're doing, do you actually enjoy it, um, and what also you can realistically commit to. And that might be thinking about your worst week or the thinking about your busiest week and thinking about what you can commit to on that week rather than on your ideal week. Moving on to number three then. Number three is you're not challenging yourself enough. So if you're someone who has been in the gym doing goblet squats, four by 10 or four by 12 reps uh, with 10 kilo dumbbell for months, you're probably not challenging yourself enough and you've probably kind of got a little bit comfortable with that weight and you just kind of pick up the same weight and do the same session all the time. The reason that you're not seeing progress, whether that be in your strength or in gaining muscle, is because you're not challenging yourself and you're not giving your muscles a 
consistently more difficult stimulus to be able to adapt to. You really have to put in the hard work, especially with muscle gain and strength gain. You know, you don't need to die every session. That's not what I'm saying, but you definitely should be challenged. You know, that means the last couple reps are going to be hard. They should be hard every time. Um, Again, not impossible, not meaning that you're maxing out every session, um, but definitely shouldn't be easy. Um, You know, you don't have to be dripping with sweat out of completely out of breath after a set, but you know, your heart rate definitely should be up (laughs) um, at least a little bit. um, And it should, it should feel difficult. So those half hour sessions of, you know, sticking with the same weight for months um, definitely aren't going to keep get you um, to where you want to be in terms of strength and in terms of muscle gain. You really need to challenge yourself um, with weights, with movements, all of that sort of stuff. You know, it doesn't have to be just increasing the weight all the time. You can increase the reps, um, change up the tempo. I think I'll talk a little bit more about this in the next point. Um, but yeah, making sure that you actually are being challenged and you're not just kind of wandering into the gym, doing a few kind of half-assed reps at a weight that you've been doing for ages, leaving, you know, you haven't really got out of breath, you're not very warm, you know, you haven't broken a sweat at all. Um, and then doing the same again. Your body is going to be going to get very used to that very easily. You know, our body, our bodies and our muscles adapt to what we're doing. Um, so if you're not making that stimulus, which is the weight training um, or the resistance or whatever it is, increasingly um, more challenging or increasingly hard or increasingly more difficult, then your body isn't going to adapt um, in order to respond to that stimulus. So you really, really got to challenge yourself, put in the hard work and it will definitely be worth it. Next point then, number four is you don't have a plan. A really effective workout plan will probably also look fairly boring. So definitely don't get this confused with having like this really complex, you know, really long, really detailed plan. It doesn't have to be um, different every day or anything like that. Ideally, you want to be following a plan or some sort of structure which focuses on progressive overload over time. So I feel like I'm going to be speaking a lot about progressive overload during this um this episode, but this is how we build strength and muscle. Um, if you're not familiar with that term or, or not sure what I'm talking about when I talk about progressive overload, what I'm referring to is, like I said before, making your workouts increasingly challenging over time. And that can be done in a number of ways. It can be done through manipulating the reps. So one week it might look like four times eight. The next week you go and do exactly the same movement with exactly the same weight, but you do four times 10 or four times 12 reps. Um, it might be increasing the weight. So you do four times eight one week, you go back and do four times eight the next week, but you pick up a 12 um, kilo dumbbell instead of the 10 one um, it can be done by manipulating tempo so things like slowing down that eccentric phase the negative part of the movement for example when you're um, descending on a squat or maybe adding in a pause at the bottom all of that sort of stuff is going to build strength under tension and under tension because we're increasing the time that we spend under tension um, rest is another one we can manipulate if you are I know probably a lot of people maybe don't exactly time their rest periods, but it's a really good thing to do, um, especially if you are someone uh, like myself who, when you are doing a strength session, end up scrolling for what feels like a minute during um, some sets, but then you look at the clock and it's actually been five. Um, it can be a really good one to manipulate. Um, maybe not so much for strength training when we're talking about heavier loads, but just when you're getting in some, um, perhaps some accessory movements, um, you know, and it should be, you know, and you really need a minute rest between each set. 
it can be a good one to reduce um, if you do want to improve your muscular endurance. Um, you can also look at changing the movement in terms of the difficulty, so progressing it. So that might look like from, you know, progressing from goblet squats to barbell squats, um, barbell back squats, barbell front squats. It might look like progressing from Bulgarian split squats to pistol squats or ring rows to pull-ups, for example. So thinking about making the movement harder, not through adding any weight or anything like that, but through changing the movement in terms of the plane it's performed in or making it single leg or um, all of that sort of stuff. To give an example of this, my clients have just finished a six week strength block um, where we performed the same lifts across two weight based sessions a week. Um, So an upper body strength session and a lower body strength session to of those in total per week for six weeks and what we did is we progressively overloaded for six weeks starting with um, three by ten on all the lifts so on your bench press and in your squats for example and what we did over the six weeks is we increased the weight didn't keep the reps all the same um, the sets increased the reps decreased and the weight increased and so what we did is we ended up testing some three and five rep maxes and saw lots and lots of pbs so that's the kind of structure that you want to be looking for especially if strength is a goal for you um, you want to be following something that looks to progressively over overload and is periodized so this isn't me saying everyone needs to follow you know a perfectly periodized um plan with percentages and all the rest of it because i know that that's not in everyone's interests however your some you know your plan or your program should be somewhat structured even if you're not following um, a program, but just to roughly know what you're doing and to roughly then be able to measure your progress um, in the gym and know what you did last week. If you don't know last week what you did and then you go in and pick up the same dumbbell um, and do exactly the same thing, um, then it's going to be really hard to progress. So you want to be aware of what you're doing um, and either follow a plan so that it kind of just does that thinking for you or maybe make a note of it. You know, you can use an app or just make put notes in your phone, for example, of what you did last week and then try and build upon what you've done. Um, That plan as well or programme should include or mostly consists of some compound exercises So if you're thinking, I go to the gym, you know, three times a week, every week, I always push myself, you know, I've done everything that you've said so far, but your workouts are kind of mostly consisting of um, accessory exercises, let's say, um, you know, bicep curls, lateral raises, glute kickbacks, whatever it is, um, they are probably kind of not the biggest bang for your buck. I kind of hate that phrase. I feel like it sounds really cringy to say, but it's just so useful. (laughs) Um, You want to be looking at incorporating those compound movements. And those are the movements that are using your major muscle groups. So we're talking about squats, deadlifts, lunges, presses, you know, whether it be horizontal or vertical, pulling movements like rows and some sort of hinge movement. You want to be thinking about incorporating those movements into your workout to make sure that you are using um, your largest muscles and your major muscle groups um, and not just focusing on those accessory exercises. They definitely do have a place, but perhaps after those bigger lifts. Last comment about having a plan is that this should definitely um, have some consideration for rest days. So whether that be, like I say, following a program or just you having some idea in, in your head of what you do when you go into the gym, make sure that you are including rest between sessions too, rather than working out every single day, twice a day. Next up then, reason number five is actually the last point I want to make to do with what you're actually doing in the gym and that's to do with moving well and moving effectively. So definitely we're not talking about quarter squatting, we're definitely not talking about rushing your reps. We want to really focus on moving well and moving through that full range of motion um, with your lifts. So 
achieving um, full depth in a squat. Obviously, not everyone wants to, can or needs to go all the way down to the floor um, when you squat, for example. But, you know, at least achieving parallel whereby your hips are in line with your knees is going to be important to actually recruit the the muscles that we want to be um, working in that movement. Another one is tempo. So it's something that I often work on with clients when they are have been gym goers before we start working together um, and we start looking at videos from the gym and all of that sort of stuff. And the first thing I'll say is, OK, slow down, breathe. You don't need to rush um, work through that full range of motion, especially if you're someone that feels like you don't kind of feel the um, movement sometimes in the right muscle that can be somewhat something that's really beneficial for you so think about really slowing down your reps obviously they're not going to be like snail speed but that you don't need to be rushing through them you want to think about quality here the muscles that you actually want to be targeting um, and thinking about that mind muscle connection as well lastly then reason number six is kind of just a mention of things that are outside the gym so we've spoken about the actions that you're actually taking in the gym um, as well as the frequency um, and volume of training however factors outside the gym are going to be super super important arguably just as important as well so within this category we're talking about your diet and your sleep um, or rest so thinking about not paying enough attention to your diet you know we've all heard that phrase abs made in the kitchen and whilst this isn't the most useful advice one point to take from this is that working out alone will not get you where you want to be especially um, if you are you know your goal is to be um, lean or to lose fat you have to be paying some sort of attention to your diet as well Um, and whilst you know that does apply to like I say a fat loss goal it applies at both ends of the spectrum if you're someone who is looking to gain strength and gain muscle but you're not eating enough it's going to be very very hard to do that if you're not giving you enough your body enough fuel to perform and also grow another one within this field is going to be a really really unpopular piece of advice but you're not factoring in alcohol whether that be alcohol in terms of calories or alcohol affecting your sleep and affecting your performance you know if you're going out every every Friday, Saturday night, and then trying to get in a really good session at the gym on Saturday, it's probably not going to happen. Um, realistically, you're not going to be very well rested, you're not going to perform very well, uh, and you're unlikely to kind of make those strength gains that you are looking for. Or the other one then, um, which is, I think, probably perceived as really boring advice to give, um, but is sleep and sleep quality. Um, both fat loss and muscle gain depend on having enough sleep um, to restore and recover. Um, if you feel like you're doing everything else right, but you know that your sleep schedule is a little bit crap, then this is probably what you should turn your attention to next. So so making sure you're getting enough sleep and enough good quality sleep as well um, regularly is going to determine how much progress you're able to make because those gains are actually often made outside of the gym during that rest um, from fueling our bodies properly rather than in the gym. So that's all I have for today. If you found this episode helpful, please, 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 if you could take two seconds to give this podcast a five-star review on whichever platform you're listening to, I would really, really appreciate it. Um, And if you do have any questions about anything I've discussed today at all, or just want to pop me a comment about it, um, then you can send me a message on Instagram. And my name is at jazzlifts, that's J-A-Z-L-I-F-T-S. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day.